No other book has so profoundly impacted so many lives as the Bible. Welcome to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. Today, Pastor Daryl looks at the flood with its worldwide destruction, but also how God protected Noah and his family in the midst of it. We pick it up in Genesis chapter 7. Hope you'll join us for Simply the Bible. After a great amount of time and sweat, Noah and his family finally completed the ark. We pick it up in Genesis chapter 7. Then the Lord said to Noah, Come into the ark, you and all your household, because I have seen that you are righteous before me in this generation. God did not say go into the ark, but rather come into the ark, as though God was waiting for them inside. How good it is for us to know that whatever we go through, however much our little boat may toss back and forth, God is in the boat with us. Noah was considered righteous before God, not because he was sinless, but because he believed God. Later, we are told that Abraham believed God and God accounted it to him as righteousness. However, both Abraham and Noah were justified not only for their faith, but also for their works. Verse 2, You shall take with you seven each of every clean animal, a male and his female, two each of animals that are unclean, a male and his female, also seven each of birds of the air, male and female to keep the species alive on the face of all the earth. The seven clean animals were taken on board to be sacrifices after the flood. Here God established the sacrificial system of worship. Space was at a premium on the ark, yet God thought worship was vitally important. Space may be at a premium in our lives. We may feel that we don't have time for worship. But God values our worship and tells us to make space for Him in our lives. Verse 4, For after seven more days, I will cause it to rain on the earth forty days and forty nights, and I will destroy from the face of the earth all living things that I have made. Now it is likely that God brought the birds, animals, and creeping things to Noah during this seven-day period. I cannot help but think that God was giving yet another opportunity for Noah's neighbors to wake up and smell the rain as suddenly they see all these animals coming from out of nowhere to this ark that Noah had built. As long as the door was open, the invitation remained. As Jesus said in Matthew eleven twenty eight, Come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Verse 5, Noah did according to all that the Lord commanded him. Noah was 600 years old when the flood waters were on the earth. This is the second time we are told that Noah did everything God commanded him to do. Noah's faith was proven by his works. It is interesting that in the same year that the flood came, Noah's grandfather Methuselah died. Methuselah means 
his death shall bring. And with his death came the flood. This speaks of God's slowness to bring judgment. For Methuselah was 969 years old when he died, the oldest man to ever live. Verse 7. So Noah, with his sons, his wives, and his sons' wives, went into the ark because of the waters of the flood. Of clean animals, of animals that are unclean, of birds, and of everything that creeps on the earth, two by two, they went into the ark to Noah, male and female, as God had commanded Noah. Because Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord, he saved both he and his household. A person's faith can be a great influence on his or her family. Their righteousness is a refuge. Noah's Ark of Salvation preserved his family and the living creatures. You may be the only person in your family who is a Christian, but your faith can save your loved ones. At first, they may not approve of your Christianity, but you can win them over by your love, your prayers, and your faithfulness. Verse 10, And it came to pass after seven days that the waters of the flood were on the earth. In the 600th year of Noah's life, in the second month, the 17th day of the month, on that day, all the fountains of the great deep were broken up, and the windows of heaven were opened, and the rain was on the earth 40 days and 40 nights. Where did all the water come from? Above and below. On the second day of creation, God created the firmament or expanse to separate the waters above from the waters below. Many think that a thick water canopy existed in the atmosphere that would have created a worldwide greenhouse effect. Up until this time, there was no rain, but everything was watered through subterranean storehouses of water that came up from the ground as a mist or a stream. Simultaneously, God broke up the fountains of the great deep and opened the windows of heaven, resulting in this great deluge. It rained for 40 days and 40 nights. 40 is the number of judgment in the Bible. Verse 13. On the very same day, Noah and Noah's sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth, and Noah's wife, and the three wives of his sons with them, entered the ark. They and every beast after its kind, all cattle after its kind, every creeping thing that creeps on the earth after its kind, and every bird after its kind, every bird of every sort. And they went into the ark to Noah, two by two, of all flesh, in which is the breath of life. So those that entered, male and female, of all flesh, went in as God had commanded him, and the Lord shut him in. We are told that they had entered the ark seven days earlier, but here we are told that they entered the ark the same day as the rains began. Which is it? As one might do in moving, they probably first started moving in seven days earlier, but when the flood began, they moved in permanently. We wonder if during those seven days, they were pressing in on their neighbors to find salvation in the ark. Likewise, we are people moving from one home to another. The Bible tells us that we're strangers in this world. Our citizenship is in heaven. We have entered the ark of salvation in Jesus Christ, but we are still living in this world. 
we press in on those around us to come join us and save themselves from the judgment to come. But many do not listen to our warnings or our pleas. They do not see the danger. When the humans and animals were safely on board, God shut the door. And once it was shut, those outside were doomed for destruction. Verse 17. Now the flood was on the earth 40 days. The waters increased and lifted up the ark and it rose high above the earth. The waters prevailed and greatly increased on the earth, and the ark moved about on the surface of the waters. And the waters prevailed exceedingly on the earth, and all the high hills under the whole heaven were covered. The waters prevailed 15 cubits upward, and the mountains were covered. It is interesting that the same waters that were deaf to those outside lifted up those who were inside the ark so that they rose high above the earth. Waters of trouble that are the fragrance of death to the world around us are the fragrance of life to those who are in Christ. They can lift us up above our troubles and our enemies. God works all things together for good to those who love him and are called according to his purpose. The waters prevailed exceedingly on the earth so that the highest mountain peak was covered by about 23 feet of water. This explains why they have discovered plant, fish, and animal fossils at 15,000 feet up in the Himalayan mountains. In the Andes, they have discovered whales at 5,000 feet above sea level. Now, this does not mean that the mountain ranges were as high as they are today. From Genesis chapter 1, we infer that the land was together in one mass at first. Perhaps it was the breaking up of the deep and enormous pressure of water on the earth's surface that caused enormous plate tectonic shifts, separating continents and thrusting up mountain ranges. Verse 21, And all flesh died that moved on the earth. Birds and cattle and beasts and every creeping thing that creeps on the earth and every man, all in whose nostrils was the breath of the spirit of life, all that was on the dry land died. So he destroyed all living things which were on the face of the ground, both man and cattle, creeping thing and bird of the air. They were destroyed from the earth. Only Noah and those who were with him in the ark remained alive. And the waters prevailed on the earth 150 days. Now, the Bible tells us that the destruction that came upon the world that was is a preview of the destruction that will be. And just like in Noah's day, there will be many who scoff and do not heed the warning. Peter said in 2 Peter 3.3, Most importantly, I want to remind you that in the last days, scoffers will come mocking the truth and following their own desires. They will say, what happened to the promise that Jesus is coming again? From before the times of our ancestors, everything has remained the same since the world was first created. They deliberately forget that God made the heavens long ago by the word of his command. And he brought the earth out from the water and surrounded it with water. 
Then he used the water to destroy the ancient world with a mighty flood. And by the same word, the present heavens and earth have been stored up for fire. They are being kept for the day of judgment when ungodly people will be destroyed. You see, God promised never to destroy the earth again through floodwaters, but he will destroy it again through fire. That is why today, if we hear him calling us to come to Jesus, who is our ark of salvation, we dare not put him off. The day will come when the door will shut and there will be no more opportunity to be saved. And you know what? That could happen to us today because we don't know how long any of us are going to live. Hebrews 3.7 says, Therefore, as the Holy Spirit says, Today, if you will hear his voice, do not harden your hearts. You've been listening to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. They meet Sunday mornings at 1030 at Pepperidge Elementary School in Boise. To listen to any of Pastor Daryl's teachings or to find out more about the church, go to their website at calvarytv.org. That's calvarytv.org. Tomorrow, Pastor Daryl is going to look at how God remembered Noah and brought him to safety and how he does the same for all who trust in him. Hope you'll join us as we continue in the book of Genesis on Simply the Bible.